Let's pray. Father, we ask you in Jesus' name for a divine appointment. And, Lord, we, we may be few in number, but there, there is a greatness of your spirit here. And I know that everyone's here for a divine purpose. You, you know, no one's here by accident today. So, God, I just pray that you'll bless the word, bless our time together as we magnify and praise you, for you are the author of all good things. You are not the author of confusion. So, God, let the Holy Spirit of peace reign on this service. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we pray. Amen. And all the church says, Amen. 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 You know, I usually preach in a series and of messages, but I don't know if I'm in a series or not. I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just, the Lord's just dropping things in my spirit, so we'll just, you're okay, we'll just go with it. But the Lord is definitely saying, this is like the message, the keystone message for 2018, okay? And I, I wish more were here to hear it, so you have to tell everyone that's not here. It's on you to do that, right? Um, just tell them to go to the website or go to iTunes or whatever it is, and they can hear it there. But we've been talking a lot about breakthroughs, and the Holy Spirit just hit me and said, no, no, this is not just going to be a year of breakthrough. He said, this is a year to break out. I think there's a difference. Sometimes we break through, and we're so exhausted that we just sit on the broken stones. Well, I'm glad I made it. Break out says something different to me. Break out means, you know, it's like, it's like a jailbreak, right? It means you're free. You, you, you didn't just break through something, but you're out in a new dimension. You're out in something else, amen? Amen? Are you, are you out there? Or is this outfit too blinding? Are, are you okay? All right, how many are here? How many are here? How many are here? Let's, let's get warm. It, hey, it's going to stay cold for at least another week, so get over it. Oh, Lord, help us. This is the year, the Jewish year, you know, which back in October it started, 5778. Well, what great numbers. Five, the number of grace. Double sevens, the number of completion and, and, and wholeness and perfection, right? And then you got the number eight. Mm, David, his name is the number eight. This is the resurrection. He rose on the eighth day. That's Sunday, today. Sunday's the eighth day of the week, if you, if you want to put it that way. Uh, in Jewish thought, you know, Sabbath, Saturday is the seventh day. So this is the eighth day. It means new life. It means resurrection. Jewish babies are circumcised on the eighth day. So this, this is new life, new promise. And this is going to be, mm, sorry, uh, we just got to start speaking to the mountains that are in our way. And, 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 and see not just a breakthrough, but a breakout. It's Deuteronomy 6, verse 23, that this is a new year in a new land. Watch this. He said, then he, he, capital H, he brought us out from there that he might bring us in. He, he brought us out to bring us in. He didn't just bring us out and leave us somewhere. He brought us out to bring us in. There's purpose in the breakthrough, and the purpose is a breakout. 
to give us the land of which he swore to our fathers. And I've told you so many times, whenever you see the word land, just take it out and put in promise. Because that's the promised land. Amen. And, and we don't always relate to land. I don't know how many of us are going to get land this week, this year. I don't know. Maybe you're praying for land or whatever. But, but we all understand promise. And God's about to give us the promises of 2018. But even when they got in the promised land, they had to fight for it. Oh, come on now. Watch this in Micah. Micah, I will surely assemble all of you. I believe this is a year of coming together like we've never seen before. Listen, we got to come against this trend of just showing up once a month on Sunday. I know I'm preaching to the wrong crowd, but I'm going to say it anyway. There just seems to be something that, you know, I, I call it a scrap mentality. I'll give God the scraps. I'll come to church when I don't have anything else to do. I'll put some money in the offering when, I have, when, I, when I've taken care of everything else and I've got some extra, I'll give it to God. I'll get involved in the church and the ministry and my calling when I have time. I just don't have time anymore. So what you're saying is you're giving God the scraps. I'll give him what's left of my time, what's left of my money, what's left of my energy. Wow. Whatever happened to first fruits? Is not first fruits the first of your time, talent, and treasure? Well, I got to get off that. I, I see I'm boring you, so I'm just going to move on here. He said, I'm going to, I'm praying God bring a new sense of assembly to Journey Life Center. He said, I will surely gather all the remnant of Israel. So first there's going to be an assembly, and then he said there's going to be a gathering. What that tells me is your friends and family are coming in this year. I'm gathering. Anybody been praying for that? I'm going to gather. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He said, I'll put them together like sheep of the fold, like a flock in the midst of their pastures. They shall make a loud noise because of so many people. Come on, let's just praise the Lord right there. I like that. We're just going to make a loud noise. Let's just make a loud noise. We're not a lot this morning, but let's make a loud noise. <laughs> Woo, glory to God. Wow, amen. Wow, amen. And then in verse 13, the one who breaks open wow, will come up before them. So there's a breaking open that's coming. They will break out. He said, I'm going to open something, and they're going to break out. He said, they're going to pass through the gate. They're not going to camp at the gate. They're going to pass through through the gate, go out by the gate, and their king will pass before them with the Lord at their head. Amen. No wonder we're going to have a breakout. He's leading the way. Hallelujah. Ah, glory. Wow. A am I loud enough? Am I loud enough? Okay, turn me up. But we've got a battle to take the land. Don't think someone's just going to lay hands on you, and that's the end of it. 
there is some warfare that has to happen. You, you actually have to dispossess to possess. Oh, I just got that from the Lord. You just take that. You have to dispossess something, some demons, some mountains, amen, that have to move in order to possess. He said, wherever the soles of your feet go. So you have to step on something, amen. You can't just sit there and say, well, the Lord promised me. I just don't understand why the Lord's not giving me anything. Oh, let the shut up spirit hit you. Oh, that's that's from him right now too. I never I never said that before. I, I'm gonna start I'm gonna start claiming the shut up spirit. And the knothead spirit. Anybody ready to end foolishness? Anybody over the drama? Amen. It's time to go out. Let's get serious this year, amen. I don't care how charismatic you are, you've never heard of a shut-up spirit. <laughs> we, we, <laughs> we need to, <laughs> oh, I know, it's a four-letter word. Get over yourself. Listen, watch this about going to war. Now, when the Philistines, 2 Samuel 5, now, when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king, when the, let me interpret, when the devil heard you had a breakthrough, when the devil heard you're stepping into your promise, when the devil found out you mean business, when the devil heard that you're, you're over playing church and it's time to live in the land, amen, it's time to get over into the land of promise. And it, When they anointed David king, when that kingly anointing comes on the church, oh, I love the prophet anointing. I love love the pastoral anointing. But that kingly anointing, amen, that's the anointing that will take charge, issue orders, make proclamations, and see the miraculous. Somebody praise him. Y'all need to help me more, amen. Anointed king over Israel, oh, Philistine, all the devils went up to search for devil for David. Uh, new levels, new devils. And David heard of it, and he went down to the stronghold. How many got a stronghold? You need to identify your strongholds. There's scriptures that when you quote them, you know devils flee. There, there's you, you have places of prayer, amen, where you just get into that, 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 that closet and begin to seek God. You know devils are running, amen. There are strongholds we need to identify in our lives. So the Philistines also went and deployed themselves in the battle of Rephaim. And um, next verse, so David inquired of the Lord, shall I go up against the Philistines? Listen, don't just fight any old devil. And these people who say, I'm going to go devil looking, you're stupid. Lord, I've told people to shut up and I've called them stupid. What else? Don't. <laughs> Do you not have enough to deal with in your life without looking for devils? I don't understand that. That's weird. I, I've never looked for a devil. They always find me. 
I'm looking for Jesus. My eyes are on him. I believe in spiritual warfare and all that stuff. You ought to study it and all that. But listen, don't get all don't have a don't have a, a a warfare mindset where you're just always in the trenches and it's ugly and it's bad and it's horrible. Just keep your eyes on Jesus, Amen. A good shout, a good praise, a magnifying Him will do more to defeat your enemy than anything else. Oh, the devil hates your praise. Will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, go up. Put on your armor, for I will doubtless deliver the enemy into your hand. Doubtless, say doubtless. So David went up to Baal Perazim. <laughs> oh, we'll explain that in a minute. And David defeated them there. And he said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me. <laughs> like a breakthrough of water, like a dam bursting, and water that's been pent up and held back comes rushing through. Therefore, he called the name of that place Baal Perazim. Interpretation, Lord of the Breakthrough. That's one of the titles of God. He is the Lord of the breakthrough. He doesn't just break through. He's Lord of the breakthrough. He doesn't just break out. Amen. That's his title. That's what he's known for. He's known for the God who can break through. God, I start to push on that wall and it push back. Then the Philistines went out once again and deployed themselves in the valley of Rephaim, right? And uh, next verse. Where's there another verse? There it is. Therefore, David himself uh, acquired of the Lord again. You shall go up. Now, this is the second battle. Here's the thing. Don't get confused. Just because you win a battle doesn't mean the war is over. We get all surprised. We get a breakthrough. And then we find out there's another wall there. We're like, rrr, rrr, rrr. crazy Guggenheim. C come on. Don't be surprised by fiery trials. So, so you know, the Philistines camped again. They came at him again. Don't be surprised when he hits you again. <laughs> Doesn't mean you're going to lose. <laughs> so, so he said, you shall not go up. This time he says, don't go up. He said, I want you to circle around behind them. How many know God has strategy? Oh, yeah. If you'll sit in his presence and listen in the courtroom long enough, you'll hear the strategy of God. We spend all our time just wanting God to grant requests instead of just being quiet and listen to the strategy of the general while he's in the, while he's in the courtroom. Uh, he said, I want you to circle around behind them and come upon them in front of the mulberry trees. I want you to camp out by the mulberry trees. Come around behind them and just sit there and wait. They're, amen? And, and Okay, next verse. And then it shall be when you hear the sound of marching. I don't know about you. Have you ever heard marching in treetops? Not sure what that sounds like. 
you, when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the mulberry trees, then you shall advance quickly, for then the Lord will go out before you to strike the camp of the Philistines. Wow. And David did so. So the Lord commanded him, and he drove back the Philistines from Geba as far as Gezer. In other words, he won the victory. I just, I just think sometimes we need to wait and listen for the angels. He is the God of the angel armies. That, that's another title, by the way. He is the God of the angel armies. And he says, I want you to just camp by the trees. And when you see the trees, whew, praise him. <laughs> Don't strike till heaven strikes. Wait on the angels. Wait on the Lord. And when the angels start praising, that's when you start praising. And you just get into a heavenly connection. Oh, glory to God. It's not so much, listen, listen. You got, we got it all backwards. It's not so much that we worship and the angels wake up and start worshiping because of us. They're already worshiping. It's up to us to get into that frequency. So you get into the freak, we'll call it the mulberry frequency. And you get into the mulberry frequency and the angels are moving and things are happening. Some of you I've lost. You don't know what I'm talking about. How many got a guardian angel? <laughs> Amen. Some, how many got two or three? I, I, yeah. How, how many like me, you need about seven or eight? And I, How many of you have worn out your angels? Yeah, that's what I thought. But he's the God of the angel armies. And by the way, his army outnumbers the devil's army two to one. Because only a third of the, okay. You got me, you got me, you got me. This whole thing reminds me that at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God in a prison. And it wasn't a prison like today's prison. They actually did not have cable. It's hard to believe. And there was no cell phone frequency, no, no signal. They took away their video games. I don't know how they survived. But they were singing, and they were singing at midnight. Silas looked up, Paul, what should we do? Let's sing. What have you got to sing about? Oh, my God is still good. My God is still good. In a prison, in a, and it's dank, and it's cold, and it is rat, there, a rat just ran across my foot, and, and, uh, and uh, there are no bathroom facilities. And do I need to go further? It's a lousy place to be, and yet they're singing. You need to remember that when times are hard and start singing. You need to remember old Powell and Silas down there in that hole called a prison, and you need to start praising him when things aren't going your way. Amen. When the doctor says one thing, you need to sing something else. Amen. When things are coming against you, you need to sing a different song. Oh, I can't pay this bill, but I've got a song in my heart. Amen. People are lying about me, but I've got a song I need to sing today. I just got to praise him today. Oh, I feel the Lord in this house. Hallelujah. Suddenly. Say suddenly. 
there was a great earthquake. He didn't just unlock the door. He broke the foundations. That old pit was never a, a jail again. He destroyed it. Amen. Give him a praise. The foundations were shaken. All the doors opened. Everyone was sick. You know, sometimes if you could just get free, everybody around you will. Whole families got saved. Listen, he's breaking through like flood waters. That's what I'm praying for. God, I don't want to. We preached a whole series on that, right? I'm not, I, don't want, I don't want just the showers of refreshing. <laughs> Amen. I don't want to drizzle. I don't want just dew drops. I don't want raindrops keep falling on my head. No, I want a gully washer. I, I don't want a few drops on my coat. I want to be soaked. What? What? I can't get an amen. I, I, I want. He's breaking through. Like, I, I want you to go to uh, Isaiah 59 and verse 19. I want you to look carefully at this scripture because I'm, I'm going to turn the scripture around. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against it. Now hold that scripture. In Hebrew, there are no, there, there, are, there is no punctuation in Hebrew. Okay? It's, I, I, I studied it for a year and a half, studied Greek for three years. The Hebrew is tough. There's no, there's no, there's no comma, there's no, there's no exclamation points. There's no periods. You just gotta, you just gotta know what it says. So, does this really say this? And his glory from the rising of sun, when the enemy comes in, why not put the comma there? When the enemy comes in, comma, like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift a standard against him. Now, in case you think I'm just fooling with scriptures, read some of the other uh, versions, some of the other interpretations. I think I have another uh, from another <laughs> another version, <coughs> the Amplified. It says, so they shall fear the name of the Lord from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun, for he will come in like a narrow rushing stream which, which the breath of the Lord drives, overwhelming the enemy. It's not the devil coming in like a flood. It's God coming in like a flood. Glory to God. He said, well, I'm in such a narrow place. Let me tell you something. When water flows, I'm here familiar with the Platte River out in Colorado. Uh, Mark Twain said this about the Platte River. He says, it's a mile wide and an inch deep. A lot of Christians. A mile wide. Woo! An inch deep. Not really any spiritual depth there. Just a lot of water. <laughs> but listen, whenever you con constrict water so that it gets, you, you make, but with hills and valleys, and you make it narrower, all of a sudden that same amount of water becomes deeper 
and starts running faster. And that's what this scripture is saying. It's just like, like water that's been constricted, like water. It's just like, like a water hose, right? You get a water hose and you got water coming out and you put your thumb on the end. It, it makes pressure on it. And all of a sudden you can really squirt that water a long ways. Some of you are going to get squirted. The pressure you feel. Oh, I'm getting, rev- I've never had so much revelation during a message, during a message. The pressure you feel, don't rebuke it. It's causing you to come out like a flood. Oh, my God, my God. Quit, quit sitting around whining. Oh, I just got so much trouble. He's I'm praying for a squirt of water that will hit the back row. I woke him up back there. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, are you, is anybody hearing what I'm saying? Amen. Go to, go to, go to, go to the next scripture. Psalms 29. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over. Say over. The Lord is over many waters. My God. Someone said in the Old Testament, God parted the water. In the New Testament, Jesus walked on the water. He said, I got a, he said, my son walked on the water. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. Keep going, amen. Verse 10, the Lord sat enthroned at the flood, and the Lord sits as king forever. He sits in the flood. The Lord will give strength to his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. That's my God. Isaiah chapter 40. You getting enough word? You getting enough word? Don't ever accuse me of not giving you word. Comfort. Yes, comfort my people, says your God. Mm -hmm. Keep running through that. Speak comfort to Jerusalem and cry out to her that her warfare is ended, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she has received from the Lord hmm, double, capital D, Looks like another name for God. He's the double God. Double mint gum. Amen. Double for all her sins. In other words, for everything you've been through, God's going to give you double. Say double, Lord. My God, hallelujah. The voice of one crying in the wilderness. There it is. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Amen. Every valley shall be exalted. Every mountain and hill brought low. The crooked places shall be made straight and the rough places smooth. Wow. Verse 9, oh, Zion. You who did bring good tidings, get up into the high mountain, O Jerusalem. You who bring good tidings, lift up your voice with strength. Lift it up, be not afraid. Say to the cities of Judah, say to Mansfield, behold your God. Wow. Wow. It's time to move mountains. That's your breakout to move mountains, to cross over to the other side. (laughs) Oh, I remember when Moses decided to spy out the land, right? Let me interpret that. 
pastor has a new project and wants to know what you think. <laughs> We're going in a new direction. He wants to know what you're thinking. That's not an invitation for you to disagree. But I do need some spies. And I hope you all do better than those 12. Or at least the 10. And two came back with a positive report. We are well able to do this. And the other 10 said, oh, I felt like a grasshopper. Well, these are the days of Elijah. He said, those, 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 those inhabitants, those demons, those devils, they were like giants, and I was like a grasshopper. Well, I, well these are the days of Elijah. And, 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 and John the Baptist, right, is a type of Elijah. And John the Baptist ate grasshoppers. <laughs> I feel like a grasshopper. I don't <laughs> he took on giants. It's time to take on the giants. They're not that big. Well, how do you do that, Pastor? When you're seated in heavenly places, everything else looks pretty small. Eat a grasshopper. Go ahead and magnify the Lord. Woo! Wow, 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 wow. Oh, listen, let's hurry, let's hurry, let's hurry. Matthew 17, we, we, heard, we heard about this. The disciples came to him. He said, why couldn't we cast this devil out, right? And Jesus said to them, well, some things, uh, some things don't move unless you have prayer and fasting. But he says, listen, you, if you have just that much faith, you say, oh, there's the key. You don't speak it. You hope it. You might even pray it. But until you declare it, until you look your mountain in the eye and say, mountain, be moved, then it'll move. Isn't that what Jesus said? How about Hebrews chapter 12, verse 26, 27? He says, when God spoke from Mount Sinai, his voice, his voice, his word shook the earth. But now he makes another promise. Once again, once again. Oh, here it comes. I will shake not only the earth, but the heavens also. There's a shaking that's going on in heaven and in earth. This means that all of creation. How many here are created? What are the rest of you? What? All of creation will be shaken and removed so that only unshakable things. I don't know what I'm going through. He's shaking it off you. So that what's real, because what's real in you can't be shaken. If you're losing something, you may, I really ought to maybe just let it go. To hang on to what can't be lost. Oh, Lord. And he answered and said to me, this is the word of the Lord. To Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. Says the Lord of the angel armies. Oh, glory to God. I missed this. Zechariah 4 7. Is that out of order? I don't know what I did. Who are you? 
Come on up. Come on up, Dad. Who are you? Sickness. Who are you, financial trouble? Who are you, opposition? Who are you, lion devil? Who are you, pain in my back? Who are you, pain in my head? Can I testify? I didn't testify the other day. I should have. And I really didn't say anything about it. But for five weeks, every day, almost all day, I had these headaches. And I don't have headaches. Every day for five weeks, as soon as I opened my eyes, my, my head's hurting. Not, not like a migraine, just a headache. And I went about my business, still pastored, preached, preached through with the headache, just preached. Did whatever I had to do, I just did. Five weeks, people were praying. We began to get the word out. I don't like to complain, but sometimes you need to get people to pray. And a couple of weeks ago, I woke up on a Monday morning. Boom, that headache was completely gone. It was two weeks ago, and I've not had it since. I don't know where it came from. I even went to the doctor, and they said, we don't know where it's coming from. We're going to schedule this. 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 So they kept scheduling things. They wanted to find out what it is. Uh, they still got something else they want to do, whatever. Um, <laughs> but I have not had a headache in two weeks. Who are you, Mountain. Who are you? Who are you, depression? I feel like a failure. Oh, really? Who are you, failure? Put that scripture back up. Who are you, old great mountain? Before the church of the living God, you will become a flat plain. I'm leveling you to nothing. And he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts, grace, grace. Stand to your feet. We're going to shout it. What I say, we're just not speaking to our mountains. Why do we holler grace? Because the devil is screaming judgment. The devil's saying you'll never make it. The devil says you have to put up with this. The devil is cursing you. The answer to the curse is grace. Grace is unmerited, undeserved favor. Who's got a mountain this morning? Anybody? Who's got a mountain? Let me see your hand. I have a mountain. Church, listen to me. Name that mountain right now. Name it. Put a name on it. Whenever Jesus cast out devils, he said, what's your name? Put a name on it. And I want you to holler as loud as you can. 
to that mountain. You don't have to say the name of the mountain. Just know what it is because you got to know who you're dealing with. And I want you to make a proclamation that will hang in the air for the next 52 weeks. And I want you to look that mountain square and say, Grace, grace, grace to depression, grace to failure, grace to my past, grace to financial problems, grace to sickness, grace, 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 grace. It's not coming from me. It's coming from awesome. Oh, God. I just feel completely drained right now. That means I need to quit. <laughs> an altar, an altar is where you come to die. I want you to bring your mountain to this altar a knife in it. And God is about Pastor, that was undignified. Well, I'm going to watch out. I'm going to get a whole lot more undignified than this. We're going to flatten mountains. It, oh, oh, that's all I can do. Get up here in Jesus' name. Name that mountain. Shout grace to that in my, and leave the mountain at this altar. <laughs> 